Welcome back to the Hair Full of Secrets podcast, where we explore the impact that hair and beauty practitioners have on our clients' mental health, wellness, and how we take care of our own. I'm your host, Paige Klibanoff, and today we'll be talking with Noelle Hicks. Noelle is a great friend of mine. She hails from Nashville, Tennessee. She is a riot, and I can't wait for you guys to hear her perspective on this topic. So let's get started. Today, I have one of my closest friends in the hair world and just in life joining me. Her name is Noelle Hicks. She is from Nashville, Tennessee, and I am so excited because she does some of the best blonde hair I've ever seen in my life, and I can't wait for you guys to all meet her. So hi, Noelle. All right, people, what's up? Um, I'm Paige's best and only friend. I'm kidding. (laughs) Noelle. (laughs) I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I specialize in coloring extensions. So I have been in the industry for 10 years. Holy hell. Wow. 10 years this year. Doesn't that make you feel old? Oh my God. I feel like I just graduated (laughs) high school. (laughs) The last few years I specialize in coloring extensions. I've created my own brand with that as well. And I educate doing that. Did you know that? Do you, wait, you have your own brand of extensions? No, not yet. That's in the works. Oh, okay. No, but just like my own education, like traveling and stuff. Oh, okay. Yes. 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 Yeah, I knew yeah. you were educating. Just busting my ass. Making the dreams come true. Making the dreams come true. I'm a brand new mama. I have an almost one-year-old. Holy hell. Wow. I know. I just came out of my vagina. <laughs> I don't know what that feels like, but (laughs) I don't need to know anytime soon. All right. So a couple fun questions. Bring them on. All right. Do you have a favorite workday beverage? Can it be alcohol? (laughs) (laughs) Can it be red wine? I don't know. Drink wine at work. I'm not going to lie. Our salon owner is the best. And she's like, you know what? If your day gets stressful, there's some wine in the fridge. Pour yourself a glass. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. She is so funny. She's like literally brought some ranch water in even. and was like, y'all there's ranch water. Get to going. <laughs> What's that? Oh, it's like tequila and water pretty much in like different flavors. So no, on a real note, no, honestly, I keep it water. I'm a water drinker throughout the day. I'll have a tea every once in a while, you know, still a little pot, but I try to do water. I don't like to get tired. No, I'm the same way. But I will say once I've had the baby, yeah, sometimes you need a little pick me up or someday. Pick me up. Sometimes mommy don't get enough sleep. I feel like if I drink shitty like drinks throughout the day, like my, my body feels like shit. So like, I just have to stay hydrated. I give Noelle a lot of props because even though she can drink like a fish with me, she also was the person that would try to get my ass out of bed when we work together and make us go work out and go do things that were taking care of ourselves and eating vegetables at dinner and all, all the good stuff. I feel like in a way, when I lived there, like that's when you started getting, like we both got on our healthy kick, even like when we started cycling and we're like, screw it, we're going to meal prep. We're going to cook all this food. And then each other accountable. Yeah. And now you're doing amazing. And I still eat a cheeseburger and Chrissy cookies. You also have a baby. It's totally different. Yeah. Sometimes you need a bucket of cookies. 
Yeah. I made cookies the other day and I, I uncontrollably eat them when we're, they're in front of me. It's just why I, I don't. I think it's also the holidays. And so I feel like yeah. I've just already gained a hundred pounds. <laughs> Thank you clients for the alcohol and cookies. <laughs> yes. I know my clients keep giving me chocolate. I'm like, you guys know I'm trying not to eat this. Right. God. They're like, but I love you. And I'm like, I love you too. Like, keep bringing it though. <laughs> <laughs> I want some carrots. <laughs> so true some green juice would be great but anyway love you guys love clients you guys are amazing anything you want to give to me I will take with a smile okay do you have any song that you love to listen to during the workday or that gets you pumped up before your big day yes oh my gosh so I love what's up by four non-blondes Natalie Imbruglia torn I'm a lot of faith this I'm like, is how, did how I, I feel. Okay. When you actually said nineties, I was like, it's either maybe that song or I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. Yes. That one too. That's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah honestly, like we put Elena's Morissette radio on and then we just. Jam out. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Last fun question before we get into the nitty gritty. Do you have any favorite Instagram or TikTok accounts to follow? I'm not a TikTok person. I will say that. I've tried to do it. I downloaded TikTok, obviously, when COVID happened. And then I spent five hours of my life on it. And I was like, delete. So Instagram, some hair people that I love is Hair by Mick in Denver. He's good. Same thing is with Jamie. Uh, What's your last name? From Salt. Yes. Love Jamie, you know, Val Strands. I really love her work, especially being an extension educator. I love watching other extension educators because I always tell people, obviously I teach my own course, but I always say, go take other courses. It's good to know every outlet. We're not going to do the same extension application on every client. So Mm -hmm. I still learn even as an educator from everybody. So those are maybe like my top three. I love that. I love hair by Mick, Jamie C., Love them both. I love um, Miss Jolie, who she's supposed to be on the podcast. She agreed to do it. So hopefully. Oh, that's awesome. She'll be on it. We'll see. But I love both of them. And Mick, Hair by Mick is amazing. I only just saw him for the first time a couple months ago. When I lived in Denver, I don't know how long Kraft has been there, but. It's, like, it's newer, but I think he's okay. been in Denver either a while or he, maybe he just moved here recently. I wouldn't be best friends with him. Like he seems so much fun. It's hard when you don't have like that masculine energy around. Sometimes if you have start to have large groups of women, I feel like it, it can get too catty. You know, I will say I have never been more blessed than the salon I'm in. Like we are a family, like, you know, we've had our, we've had our differences with some salons we've worked in and hell yeah. Like these girls are amazing. It's a sisterhood there. There's no drama. Unfortunately, my salon experiences, with the exception maybe of the first salon I ever apprenticed at, which there was drama, but it wasn't necessarily like catty girl drama. It was just yeah. like inevitable workplace. Not everybody's going to see the same way drama. Both salons I've ever worked at in Denver were very like, we don't want any drama and everybody's a family. And it's like, hmm, but there is drama. Not everybody's a family. Or it'd be like, you felt, we could probably talk about one salon and <laughs> you know what, what I'm talking about. And it's like, 
oh yeah, like totally feel comfortable. Talk about anything. And then like come to us. And then it's like the moment you come to them, they're like, oh wow, you have an issue. You should leave. And I'm like, wait, what? Right. Or after like, you know, when I first, my first go through with cancer, I was gone for like two weeks and then I showed up back to work and they're like, you just had a really negative attitude. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I just went through cancer. Of course. I like was I just there. had a tumor cut out of my neck. Like, okay, have a good day. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> that kind of um, segues us into this concept for the whole podcast, which is talking about mental health, wellness, self-care, how we take care of ourselves. It can be really hard in the salon environment. If it's not a healthy one for you, it can be really difficult to make sure we're taking care of ourselves. We also have to care about our clients feeling like they have a safe space. So when you hear mental wellness, self-care, mental health, what does that all mean to you? Oh, I feel so much like for me, especially since we're on our feet all day, first and foremost is taking care of our bodies. So I see a chiropractor like once a month because the moment my back's out of line, I'm like, jing, ding, <laughs> hello, <laughs> I need you. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> my back's will make you crankier at work than being in pain. Oh, and it's like the moment you're out of line, it's everything. It's your back, your your mood, your anxiety, like everything, like your whole well-being is just out of, out of whack. The energy is not there. I see a chiropractor once a month. You know, I definitely feel like I wish I was better with like massages on top of that. I do slack on like treating myself to things. Cause I also am like, no, I shouldn't spend money on that. But in reality, I've tried to get better. Like I get foot massages once a month too. That's awesome. <laughs> so I try to at least do a little catering to myself. I should always be better, but it's hard, you know, especially being a mom now, just finding the time on my days off. It's like, I'm constantly running errands. So I've actually just started reading a book called unplugged and it's about meditation. I'm trying to get into meditating a little bit more too. Cause I mean, ever since I went through my cancer two years ago, I had it again, the beginning of last year. So it's just, my anxiety is so much more than it used to be in my life. And so you know, when you have your moments, you try to like, try to heal yourself by yourself. So I've really the last, honestly, few weeks have gotten better. I'm like trying to get back in the swing of seeing a therapist even because we do not only struggle with our own anxiety, but coming into the salon, we deal with so many different energies throughout the day. Yeah. It's hard to balance those energies, your energy coming home to more energy and just like trying not to bring it home too. If I'm having anxiety issues, like how can I come home and calm myself down without feeling overwhelmed. So just like little things, you know, I'm a total hippie at heart. So (laughs) in Denver, I would totally smoke a joint every single day. And I could say that on a podcast when I'm in Denver and, you know, I might still do that every once in a while. You can say that on a podcast, girl. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna tell. (laughs) So sometimes you just got to toke it up every once in a while, every day, seven days a week, but (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm more of a natural medicine than a pill. So that's my, that's my outlet on that. Oh, I am too. And I'm actually very pro meditation. It's amazing. So if you're just getting into that, I applaud you because it has changed my anxiety levels and my ability to make clear choices that I know are based on how I feel and where I'm at. And I think it can get difficult 
I experienced it more in a salon setting, but still even being in my own space, when you have all these other energies around you, they can kind of like cling on. And it's like, you can end up upset. And the reality is nothing's happened and you're not actually upset about anything. And you don't know why. And you're like, I just hope this client doesn't even come in. (laughs) Oh, that, that was me. Like yesterday morning, I literally walked into the sauna. I was like, I slept great. I woke up so happy. All of a sudden I walked through the doors. I'm like, why am I like feeling something? And I'm like something, something as I walked through the door, like grabbed onto me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and- not even negative energies. You know, when we talk about energies, I feel like some people are like, Oh, you, you think everybody or every energy is negative. It's not, it's like, we deal with positive energies throughout the day, the negative energies and this, they do it. It just tornadoes. Yeah. It's like a roller coaster ride sometimes mm-hmm. staying behind the chair. Oh yeah. Sometimes I'm like, and my hourly rate is now a therapist as well on top of your <laughs> services. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I don't know how you feel about it, but I have no qualms being a sounding board, but I definitely sometimes wonder like how that impacts my clients when they go home. And I'm like, mm did I say the right thing? Are they going to like me? Are they going to hate me? And then that sets off anxiety in my own head. Oh, like being likable. And it's like, I, I, (laughs) it's like a roller coaster. I'm like half the time, you know, me, you've worked with me numerous, numerous times. And it's like, people laugh at me because I don't talk to my clients half the time. I'm like, I get it. I get into my groove. I don't say a single word. And then I'm like, oh my God, am I not talking? They're going to be mad at me. Do they, will they not rebook with me? Will they never see me again? It's like a spiral. Noelle doesn't talk a lot of times there. If you talk to Noelle, she'll chat it up with you and not stop talking. But if you're not starting a conversation, Noelle's standing in the corner looking like she's having the worst day of her life. (laughs) (laughs) I have the worst RBF. Like someone just needs to paint a smiley face on me. Like, and it's not even because I'm like bitching or like in a bad mood. I'm literally the happiest person. I'm just like in my zone. Concentrating. You won't be in my chair for more than four hours. (laughs) Oh, heck no. Girl, I feel like people aren't in your chair for more than two and a half hours. Yeah, you're very, very right. So you're reading about meditation. You have your chiropractor work. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that's like self-care or mental health related that you have like in your daily routine to make sure that you are taking care of you and setting yourself up the best for the day? I drive to work, obviously, like most people, but in that time I either just shut the music off and I'm in silence to like prepare for my day. Or I'm a, like, I'm a big Christian person in the morning. So like, I listen to my Christian music. I feel like that puts me in a really good positive mood going into a work day. Honestly, coming home to my family, like it's like after a busy day with work, it's really just nice to be around my son and Joey. Like they just bring so many good spirits to me. The moment I get home, I put my phone down until I'm in bed and I kind of check emails but I really try to disconnect from my phone when I'm with family and it allows me to disconnect from work. That must be so nice. Yeah. I, you you never need to do that. No. And I've really had to learn like, you know, cause obviously my job is my phone as well. I'm constantly like my, my clients contact me 24 seven, but it's like, you have to find a balance of like staring at your phone 24 seven and disconnecting from it. My biggest thing is my son's in daycare all day. And the moment I come home, it's mommy, mommy's attention. I think that's really important. You know, other than that, I feel like I have a good, good balance. I could be better, but we could always be better. Oh yeah. There's always room for improvement. Yeah. And it's an ongoing journey. You're never like there. Yeah. 
with, I'm, I'm like figuring out new things every day. I'll talk to clients and they give me ideas. I'm like, that is a great idea. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. Do you have any stories or client experiences that you're willing to share about how a client's come in and it's like really impacted your day or a, a time that you know that you've really impacted a client um, and uh, like their mental health and their well being? Yeah. I actually, there's one client, obviously, since I'm two time cancer survivor, I had a client who actually came in who was struggling with some thyroid issues herself. And she was very concerned and, you know, she just really reached out to me and we really had a heart to heart about everything and like my experience. And ever since she's met with the doctor who's helped me here in Nashville. And she wrote me one of the sweetest Instagram messages about how I changed her life in that conversation and how she was so appreciative that I opened up about like my health experience, just like some personal experiences through it. And like my struggles with it. she's like, I felt like I've been alone going through my thyroid stuff. And I just want to let you know, like how much that talk today changed my life. And thank you for introducing your doctor to me. I've already had a consult with him. And so that was just really uplifting. Cause you know, I try never to dole on when I had cancer, it's life. You move on from it. You, you see the positive outlook in it. And so when people ask me about it, I, I, I'm never negative about it. So I felt like that was really caring because, you know, by us talking and like taking the step to like really find a doctor and figure that out. I, I think that's awesome. I find sometimes it can be difficult. It's like we want to help so bad. I think that is a perfect example of like a time that you get involved because it's like, hey, if I can help you like figure out what's going on with this, let's do it. And then there's other times that clients just like need to vent and it's really hard to figure out when it's what scenario. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like we've, we all go through, there's so many stories we could talk about. I feel like with, when it comes to our clients venting and unfortunately I had a friend have a stillborn around the same time that Christopher, they were literally two weeks apart. I just had a lot of, you know, friends or clients go through very emotional or traumatic things in their life. And to me, I always want to do something to give back to them. So like, if it's, you know, doing a service for them, you know, like letting them come in and have a spa day, you know, a pamper day. And so like, to yeah. me, I, you sitting in my chair does not mean money to me. It's, it's like, how can I help you? Cause I know if, if the roles were switched, you would have done it for me. Uh, we hear all types of stories and I'm sure there's positive ones too. To be honest, sometimes I think I black out at work. I'm like, I'm talking to you, but I don't know. There's <laughs> like, Oh God. Sometimes I'm like, maybe I should just have like a GoPro on my head to remember everything in my day. <laughs> right. You're like, I am They're like, what color did you do? I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm like, not sure. Oh. Felt right. Yeah. They're like, we do the same formula like you did last time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I will. What was that? <laughs> I've started telling my clients, if you really love it, tell me. So I remember to write it down. Cause I don't yeah. write stuff down. Yeah. I just hired an associate. So that's been amazing because like all like an assistant you have an apprentice yeah yeah this is so exciting so exciting I've had her for three weeks and she's literally been one of the best humans to enter my life (laughs) okay let me see what kinds of changes and shifts would you like to see take place in the beauty space in regards to mental wellness and self-care oh I like that question that one's fun I would say let's let's go more on the end of that question because I feel like you know, I feel like in our salon, even in our break room, we have like mental health stuff, even down, like what to do during the day, like in between clients. Really? Yeah. Like, it's really awesome. Our manager, Ashley, she is, she, um, I want to say she, she, 
God, she, she would kill me, like me freezing up every year. But she used to work a lot in the church. She wants to be like a speaker. So she's a very like positive person, just role model for everybody. So in our back room, she has pretty much, we have like all this mental health, like stuff, just like take a moment, like different steps. If you're having a day, I wish, you know, those papers are great, but in reality, do we really do it? You know what I mean? And so it would almost be nice if it was mandatory to take like a 15 minute break, 15 minutes, even just to leave the salon, go in your salon, take a breather, step outside in the books every single day on your schedule to take that 15 minutes and regroup. Yes. And hold yourself accountable to it too. Yeah. That's really hard for us as hairstylists. People don't realize what our work day is really like. They're like, can you just, do you have just an extra? And it's like, you want to say yes, because you know, that person is spending a lot of money Mm -hmm. and you know that they love what you're doing and you know that they are going to come back, but like probably not for another God, it could be four eight to weeks. six, eight yeah. weeks, sometimes three or four months, depending on what they get done. And it's like, yeah, you want to be able to squeeze that thing in. But then what happens is at the end of our workday, eight to 12 hours have gone by. I've maybe peed once, maybe, <laughs> maybe I've maybe had some water, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. My- I eat food in two minutes. Yeah. And I've done nothing to take care of myself at all. Yeah. Like, I feel like it should just be like a mandatory thing on schedules. Like it's 15 minutes. Like we act like 15 minutes is such a big thing, but it literally is to take a break, to use the bathroom, to eat something because like half of our time, our, our food is coffee or water and a little bite of a cookie. I laugh when people are like, oh, you look so good after the baby. And I was like, yeah, it's called the hairstylist diet. I don't have time to eat anything. I don't have time to eat. So I wish it would be more mandatory in our, in our line of work to put that as a focus or, you know, even I loved, I will say, you know, one thing great about one of the salons we worked at in Colorado was every year we did a salon retreat. And I think that should be a thing in salons. Like, I think it's a great way, not only mentally as individuals, but to connect with your coworkers. It's a great bonding experience. And I feel like when you're have positive energy with your coworkers, you don't feel mental health is such a big line of work in the work. Yeah, and that's, I also feel like it's important to find a salon where you vibe with your coworkers. Cause like Absolutely. for example, the salon you're referring to, I didn't actually go on the retreat, but I didn't vibe with most yeah. of the people we worked with. And like, yeah. that would have been a really hard experience for me. I think I would have felt very out of place, yeah. which is how I felt a lot of the time during the workday. And I think a mistake we make too, and this is on me. And I realized shortly after I left there is that it's not that salon's responsibility to make me feel and fit in, in their vibe. It's my responsibility to acknowledge that it's not my vibe and mm-hmm. something that is. Yeah. And I think a lot, you know, especially in today's industry, when we were looking for salons, sometimes we're like, oh, they have a name. They charge this much. Maybe I should put myself in this and make it work because I feel like I have to make it work to make this amount of money, to make this type of living or feel a certain way in reality. No, I mean, there's so many great salons out there. Like you said, you just have to find the right space. And the space is the most important thing. I mean, our work family, we work with them half of our life. So I think that's so important. Yeah. Right. I know. I'm actually, I'm starting at a new salon in February, shortly after this podcast launches. 
And it's two other women that feel exactly the same way that I've always felt, which is just, I want to have a professional environment to work in and work with a couple cool people, very low stress, small family, and be in charge of my own business and be in charge of my own career without anybody telling me when I have to be here, what I have to charge, what I have to do. I'm going to run my own business, but I want to do it in a small space with other people that want to do that same thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited for that. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. So I'm super exciting. stoked. I think that's really cool that your salon does things to try and promote that self-care and wellness aspect. I can't say, I feel like I've worked a lot of places that really do that in our field, actually making sure that your employees or your clients or whatever it is are actually taking care of themselves is an entirely different monster. Yeah. Like what you were saying with the 15 minute blocks, I don't think they'd implemented it when, before you had left, but one of the salons Noel and I first worked at together did at one point say like, okay, you can add a 15 minute block, one or two of those throughout the day. You can either add a 30 minute lunch or two 15 minute blocks in your day. Also, you're going to work 12 hour days, three days in a row, (laughs) but then you'd put the breaks in and then the reception receptionists or whoever was booking clients would be like, oh, there's nowhere to put you. Oh, I'm going to take that 15 minute block out. And they'd like put a client in there and you're like, I have to eat. (laughs) You're like, um, thank you for asking me. Fuck you. <laughs> right. Right. And that's, that's where it gets, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. You know? it just I is. think it just needs to be talked more. I think mental health is being completely viewed so differently because so many people struggled with it. Honestly, after COVID, I had family and friends who never struggled with anxiety or depression and COVID hit. And it was like a whole new level of emotions. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's anxiety and mental health sparked because of COVID you know? And so I think if anything, it should be talked more. And even if there's not 15 minutes breaks, people in the salon environment, if you're having a bad day, there should be a more open door policy and not shaming you because, Hey, I'm having a rough day or, Hey, you know, I woke up today or, you know what I mean? Like just different things. And I think who you work for should almost be that, that talk board to talk to about. There should be avenues that salons could refer you to. You know, if you don't know where to start or who to go to, maybe there should be options. Yeah, I agree. That's actually one of my missions in starting all of this is to be able to create a certification or some sort of program that we could all take if we so choose that would give you the tools to like navigate some of those conversations with clients and make sure that you have like the proper well-rounded Rolodex of referrals. And they can either be other clients of yours. I love sending people to clients that support me. I love referring people to them, but also I know that like some of the things that I do for me, aren't going to work for everybody. Like I see an energy healer. That's -hmm. what I do. And she's really expensive. She's not in everybody's budget and I can't see her every week. I have to see her like once every other month because that's what I can afford to do. But I do so much work when I'm there that it feels like it's enough but that isn't going to be everybody's jam. Mm -mm. No, not everybody can do EFT and Reiki and like have a psychic medium work on them all in a one hour time span. Like that's a lot on your psyche and your body. And it's a lot of crying. And some people prefer talk therapy. Some people, they need to like 
take a bath or read a book. And I love giving people book recommendations, but it's like, we all come from a different foundational background of our core belief system and what we need to come home to. Like, I know like for you, your um, Christian beliefs are very important to you. For me, it would be more of like a kind of energetic system, but whatever it is, I want to make sure that I have people and resources in my back pocket so that no matter what you believe in or what works for you, I have something that I could offer as advice or a place to go for next steps. Yeah. I think that's totally, I mean, like as simple as just in the process of finding a new therapist, like it honestly is so hard mm-hmm. and it's so hard nowadays too. Cause like, you know, therapy, it's not cheap. And so depending on where your mental health is, like how often you need it. Even if you're going to to a spa once a month, whatever is your way to decompose what you need to, it's, it's an investment. It would be great to find almost like a way in our industry to almost have everybody kind of come together. It'd be awesome if you went into a massage, a massage place or a spa place, you're like, I'm a hairstylist. And they're like, you know what, how, you know, it's like, people get military discounts or elder discounts. It's like, you almost would like almost like a discount for our industry in a way, because like we do need it. And so it's like, it'd be awesome if there was like a plan, like a package plan or a monthly payment, <laughs> you know, you're like, I know, right. It's so funny you say that. So my, my boyfriend, he's a professional massage therapist. And back when he had his practice, he would go to hair salons and be like, look, you guys need this, whether you know it or not. So I'm going to give you a discounted package rate. And I will increase the discount for every single one of your employees Mm -hmm. that signs up and it'll be X number of sessions and it will change your life. And he got a lot of clients that way. And I think that's how it should be. I mean, obviously, you know, it's hard because we are like, oh, we're all trying to make a buck and make a living. Like we don't Mm -hmm. want to give services, but I feel like when you work within an industry in our type of industry, it's not about like, Hey, give me a discount. It's more of like, how can we benefit each other and help each other out? Right. You know, it's, it's even in the hair industry. We always talk about how everybody wants to feel. So, uh, you know, you're a competition. It's like, we're not competition. We're family. Like we, we all work in this industry as a family and it's like, how can we support one of each other? So it'd be great to like, almost be able to create a community that understands like the mental health and mental illness or health issues in all aspects, because massage therapists deal with it, especially then they deal with so many energies. They're relaxing people. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I know. I mean, they're, I they're imagine they're one, of the, after they're one of the few day. other industries than ours where you actually are allowed to touch people. And I don't think people realize that like touching, obviously I'm a big Christian, but I'm very spiritual as well. And so like when people don't understand the spiritual energy, they don't understand massage therapists because touching people, like you said, it's like, it's, a whole different body experience. Like talking to people, you get energies and you can feel it, you can let it go. But people who deal with massaging, like that, like you're absorbing body in a whole different aspect. Mm-hmm. Well, even with what we do, I mean, and like we only do it a tenth of the amount of a massage therapist, right? Yeah. But we put our hands on people. There are yeah. not many jobs. Look, I learned this in hair school. It's one of the first things they said to us. They said, you have one of the only jobs in the world where it is socially acceptable to touch somebody without their permission. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird a thing. <laughs> joke. I'm like, that's true. I wouldn't find it weird if I sat down in a hairstylist chair and she like took my ponytail out and started playing oh. with my hair. Like that would be right. expected. Right. But if but I was in a doctor's sitting office or like a doctor's office, well, maybe not depending on the appointment. If I was yeah. sitting at like 
what's another thing at like, a restaurant you're just at the bar yeah, sitting at a restaurant at the bar and the bartender comes over and like touches my hand I'd be like um can I help you excuse me like <laughs> not that I care about being touched so much it's just like it's that's not a thing you do yeah, yeah yeah energy is transferred so much through physical contact it is so important that we have these skills and tools to make sure we're protecting our energy, our psyche, Mm -hmm. everything. Cause otherwise we're not going to be the best we can be for our clients, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's be the best for them. I mean, your personal life, everything, friend, you know, it's, it's all, all above. (laughs) So Noelle, for all the listeners, can you please share with us where they can find you or if they want to come visit you or just have any questions, how can they contact you? Yes. So if you're in Nashville, um, I'm located at 110 Beauty. It is off 8th Avenue and Berry Hill area, which is like 10 minutes outside of Nashville. If you're not in the area and you still want to come see me, you can find my work at my Instagram at hair by Noelle Renee or my website, www. <laughs> noelhicks.com www.noelhicks.com yeah (laughs) we will put that in your bio and in the episode information so people will be able to find all of that and you can always like even if you're not in the area and you know have hair advice or anything you can totally dm me or reach out to me i'm not i'm not uh you know i mean person she looks like she's got a strong bite sometimes but she doesn't I got a very soft soul. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was terrified of Noelle when I first met her. Oh, she was. She told me that. I was like, why? (laughs) Like, so noellehicks.com, reach out to her. Don't be shy. Also, if fellow hairstylists are listening to this and you've been looking to bring in an extension educator, I can tell you from experience, Noelle's amazing. Also a color educator. I think she probably does that as well. Uh, Some of my best blonding knowledge comes from this woman. I wouldn't be the stylist I am today if we had not worked together. So thank you. And thank you so much for joining me and helping me in this journey. It's been such a pleasure having you. Oh, I'm so excited. So excited. All right, girl. I love you so much. Thank you. A big thanks to Noelle for being a guest today. It was such a pleasure having her. And as always, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends if you like this episode. That's how we keep the podcast going and continue this conversation. I'm your host, Paige Klibanoff. Thanks for joining.